Welcome to the Leadership Void Podcast. Enrique and Vince here, and we're all about helping you develop and fill the areas of void in your leadership. Let's get started. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Leadership Void Podcast. I'm Enrique with my co-host, Vince, to bring you the best in our veteran military spouse and first responder community. And Vince will introduce today's guest. Absolutely. Happy June, everyone. I'm here. We are here with Jennifer Bulbrick. She is the president and principal consultant at the J. Bulbrick Consulting, Inc. in Escalon, California. We're just so grateful to have her here. Jennifer, start off. Tell us a little bit about you. Sure. Uh, thanks so much for having me. I'm really happy to be here today. Uh, so Jennifer Volbrecht, uh, like Vince said, I live in Escalon, California, which is the Central Valley. Um, a little bit about me. I grew up here in California in the Central Valley, and um, I joined the Marines when I was 18. And uh, I was 18 years old. I uh, served in the Marines from 04 to 09 as a CH-46 helicopter crew chief. And uh, best job, best job in the world. Can't believe they paid me to do it. Um, I had a great time in the Marines. And um, I went to, I served in Iraq in 05. And after I got out in 2009, uh, moved back home. I was stationed in San Diego, uh, moved back home to the Central Valley and um, started my career and started our family. Uh, my husband and I, uh, we didn't meet in the Marine Corps, but we were both Marines, uh, but we met here at home uh, before I joined. And so we'll be celebrating uh, 17 years married uh, in a month, uh, one month from today. And so we're very excited about that. Um, we have our two young children. They're seven and nine right now. And uh, I started my company in 2019 and uh, and just really enjoying it. We're, we're loving um, you know, everything post-military, I, I love my time in the military, but uh, post-military, um, just really understanding the, um, that the possibilities are endless or the sky's the limit, whatever, however you want to say it, it sounds corny, but it's true. Um, just really enjoying uh, what's going on right now in my life. Well, thank you for your service. First of all, uh, you know, you said CH40 and I'm like, yes, I briefed those. I'm, I'm a meteorologist. So weather briefer, and we had a lot of interchange while I was in service as well. Uh, but tell me and tell us more about your consulting firm. Sure. Yeah. So like I said, I started in 2019. Um, when I got out of the military, I started working for defense contractors and national laboratories before I finally figured out I, I could do this by myself. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily have to be an employee. Uh, I do know a little bit about my personality is that, you know, being an employee for me is, is very difficult because you get put into a box of this is how an employee should, should act. And um, so I started my business in 2019 to kind of take the chains off of myself and my, and my limitations. And uh, so Jay Volbert Consulting, what we do is we provide project controls and project management services to government agencies. And so right now I'm working with Department of Energy and Department of Transportation, uh, looking to expand to Department of Defense and uh, to NASA later this year. And so we have some things in the works there. Currently have a team of six subject matter experts, uh, project controllers and project managers that we have uh, deployed at customer sites, multiple national laboratories, and um, 
and a couple of commercial projects. And so that's what we do. And in the next uh, next couple of years, we're looking to scale rapidly. And so that's been exciting, kind of, you know, hold on to your pants type of growth. And it's it's really cool to see it all coming to play. And definitely thank you for getting out that box because it seems that you're soaring, right? You're like eagles fly. Yeah. So yeah. awesome things. And and what was the silver lining uh, with your company after the pandemic or during the pandemic? Anything that influenced or impacted it? Yeah, during the pandemic. So in March of 2020, I was nine months into starting the business. And at that time, it was just me um, and uh, one other person. So it was myself and a colleague that were working on the company and the pandemic kicked off and I got scared. You know, everything could get canceled today. Um, I'm going to have to go find a job. Uh, luckily, that didn't happen. So um, what I actually found was that a lot of uh, clients who may not have even been my targets because they were geographically not near me, um, all of a sudden that those opportunities started to open up because everyone was remote, we were virtual. Uh, so I brought in uh, some East Coast clients and that really added, uh, added to my portfolio. And um, so I guess initially when the pandemic kicked off, there was fear. And as it progressed, as the year progressed, I realized that it actually was an opportunity uh, in disguise. And uh, now, you know, two years later, we have, you know, really adopted this whole virtual world, but starting to travel again, too, uh, which is exciting. So I'm getting to meet clients who I've been working with for the past two years and haven't met yet. And then also, um, you know, going to conferences again and meeting people again. Um, so we managed to navigate growth in the pandemic, but now that we're meeting in person again, it's that growth is more exponential, I would say. It's always nice to hear the stories behind, you know, the company versus the pandemic and how everything was evolved and 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 has come to fruition for, for most of you guys that, that been running companies that trying to do it through a season where everything was shut down. So what does the horizon look like for your consulting firm? So the horizon um, right now, like I said, we've got eight employees. I'm adding uh, two to three per month, uh, depending on our contract needs. So we are in this uh, very steep growth curve, um, hoping to get to uh, 30 employees in the next year, the next 12 months. So this time next year, we should have a team of around 30 uh, based on what I have, uh, the contracts that I have currently, and then what's in our pipeline. In the next uh, next three to five years, we'll be looking to take that to a whole nother level through uh, maybe some joint ventures and um, getting into uh, prime contracting as a, as a capability, um, something that I need to grow into. And so we're getting ourselves um, set up to go after prime contracts. And, um, and so that's where we're headed and all the puzzle pieces are beginning to align and I'm beginning to realize exactly what that means uh, in terms of what type of team I need to be to build and the skill sets that we have to, um, that we have to add to our team. And kudos to Volbrecht Consulting and your Thank 30 you. plus going on, you put it out in the universe by next year. Uh, and by uh, then yep. also you have 18 years of anniversary under your belt as well. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, congratulations on, on everything you're all doing. So let's transition and talk a little bit about leadership. Uh, mm -hmm. Jennifer, what do you do on your spare time that aids you, that helps you thrive in your professional skill set and growth? Um, 
I do a, a lot. So I am a lifelong learner. Um, you see a bunch of books behind me. I'm an avid reader. And um, I've also uh, discovered audiobooks. I think during the pandemic, really dove into audiobooks, you know, while I'm gardening or while I'm going for a walk. Um, so I, I read a lot. I listen to a lot of podcasts about leadership as a topic, about organizational health, about it's strange, right? <laughs> uh, I listen to a lot of uh, military leadership um, because it resonates with me. Uh, and I love, um, well, I love the way that um, Jocko and their team, they take examples from the military and then translate it to business. So that's something that I really enjoy listening to. Um, and then other books that are traditionally business. And then while I'm listening to those books, I try to put a military spin onto it and say, okay, what would I have done in a life or death situation? Um, so when I translate, you know, when I'm working with my team, I always run it through that filter. Is this life or death? And if the answer is no, then this, you know, then how urgent is it? If no one's going to die, then how urgent is it really? And I try to put it in, that into my, um, into my framework, how I make decisions. That's a good model. <laughs> you know, it works for us out in the field. It definitely yeah. works for us in the in the military setting. I don't think that that sense of urgency is out here on the, <laughs> on the normal. But as a CEO, that's a great model to have because, you know, there are some things that could cause uh, some detriment to your people. So, you know, there are some uh, physical and safety issues that you do have to uh, take into account. That's always going to be the same. Um, but, you know, when, when we talk about um, decision making and and being able to go back into our toolbox and say, you know, let me grab that that I learned so long ago is going to probably help me now. And you must have received some advice during your uh, journey as a leader and into being a CEO now uh, that you must have uh, grabbed onto and it actually helped. And then maybe you can pass it on to an emerging leader today. What would that be? So um, one of the biggest things that I learned uh, when I was really young in my career, so newly out of the Marine Corps and um, in the workforce, and I found myself because I had been making those life and death decisions for other people on their behalf and, you know, was really used to directing my crew and directing my team. I found that as a young engineer, I was out in the field making calls that didn't belong to me. <laughs> those weren't my calls to make. And so I was, I was just out there, you know, directing people and, you know, oh, I'm going to call the customer right now. I was really gung ho. And I got put in my place uh, quite a few times. And um, so while I agree with the, um, you know, make a decision and apologize later, I agree with that theory. But I also at the same time agree that, um, you know, to run, run your decision thought process through the filter. Do I need to make this call or is this somebody else's call to make? Um, should I, should I pause for five minutes and see how urgent it is? So, um, it, you know, as the years have progressed, I've progressed in maturity. And so I'm no longer out in the field making calls that don't belong to me. Um, I would encourage others to, to think about that when you're, um, you know, newly into the workforce, newly, um, motivated, you have a fresh set of eyes and, you know, you're, um, you see something that needs to take place, um, is how do I fit into this organization? Who's, you know, what is the, the outcome, potential outcome of, a, of this call that I'm about to make in the field? Um, and that, I guess, comes with experience. 
No, absolutely. It really does because, you know, we could not learn without that experience. And that's a great advice to share. It kind of like stay in your lane, but, you know, be, yeah. be aggressive. But, you know, when you're making that decision, know that there's a bigger picture out there and we only see one, one side of it. So ask the question. The pause is great too. Having that pause, understanding if your decision is going to affect the team and, and others. So great advice out there. Uh, and Jennifer, how do you handle challenges either you currently face or have faced in the past? So um, I have lots of tools in my toolbox when it comes to facing challenges. One of them is um, along the way, I've always been a really big fan of um, mentors and mentorship. And so I have, um, you have a couple of categories of mentors, right? There's the people who, um, you know, business and professionally will give you some career advice. And then you have your, um, those kind of strategic advisors and people you can say, hey, you know, this, I'm about to make this decision um, and it has greater implications. So uh, trusted advisors and mentors, I would say, um, that I've developed along the way. And those people, when I have a real challenge, like uh, navigating this growth, for instance, going from eight people to 30 people. And I'll mention that uh, 60 days ago that I had three people on my team. So that's that's how much we're growing from three to eight and then from eight to 30. Um, lots of challenges, whether it's um, contract contracts, customers, personnel, you name it. Um, I have a variety of mentors and business advisors and people that I trust that I can go to to ask questions. And then me, um, myself personally, is, uh, you know, I make sure that whatever issues I have, that I have them listed out and they're prioritized. So how much of an issue is this? Can it wait till tomorrow? And if not, then, okay, let's, let's work on this one today. Um, let's work on the top priorities and get those knocked out and make sure uh, not to let them linger. If it needs to get done today, get it done today, no matter what it takes. And, and that type of growth, uh, as, as well as having some challenges also causes a lot of, uh, areas of change and you know you're looking at it i've seen it uh as, a, as an employee uh for consulting firms and things like that but i've seen it also as an owner of a consulting firm as, as well so what uh strategies do you employ uh to help you navigate those times of change that's um what i'm experiencing right now is uh, you know employing what can I employ? Um, for me, it's uh, relying heavily on my team in those roles. So if if your role is to um, you know communicate with the staff and set up internal staff meetings, my role is not to overstep you. My role is not to doubt you. Uh, my role is to trust you and to lean in and um, and let you shine. And so that's what I'm working through right now. Uh, it's definitely not easy for me where you, you already, you've heard me say, I'm a go-getter, I'm motivated, let's do this now. Um, so leaning on other people is, uh, it's a challenge, but it's so necessary. And um, when they do a good job and when they, you know, when they hit the home run, um, pause and thank them for it, acknowledge it, um, reinforce that uh, so that it becomes uh, a habit and something that's repeatable. Oh, absolutely. You empowering your team, you valuing each and every individual, because there's no way you could do that what three or eight or even 30 people can do, right, Jennifer? Yeah. So definitely very strategic in those changes and great things you have shared with our audience. Now, the folks listening in, how did they get a hold of you, Jennifer, or Volbrecht uh, Consulting, uh, Inc.? 
Sure. Uh, so the business website is uh, www.jvc-inc.com. Uh, that's for business consulting. And then I also have a personal website, jennifervolbrecht.com. And uh, that's where I post uh, different um, blogs and book reviews and things like that. And so both of those are good ways to get a hold of me. Well, we will definitely have that as a part of the show notes and the video so that folks can get a hold of you. Uh, uh, Jennifer, thank you so much for sharing your, your time with us. And folks, if you want to get a hold of the Leadership Boy podcast, the leadership void at gmail.com is where you'll send that correspondence. Vince and I will curate it. If you have anything uh, to ask about leadership or you want us to talk about a spe specific topic concerning leadership, that's where you'll send that. Uh, Jennifer, we really appreciate what you're doing in the consulting world uh, and are so happy for you about this growth that you're experiencing. And we wish you continued success in that regard. Thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Appreciate all the support. <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of support, everyone <laughs> out there can help us reach our 200 subscriber. We only down to single digits, folks. Hit That's subscribe right. on our YouTube channel, The Leadership Void. You enter to the joint to win this wonderful book by Scott McGregor, Standing Old, the Salute Edition. Nine more folks, folks, help us get there. I know Jennifer is going to like and subscribe and, <laughs> and her team of th of six. So we have our nine right there. there. <laughs> that definitely some other things we have going on. We do radio check every first and the 15th and 1900, which is 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time is a time for us to just get together with the community, both military and first, re first responder community, just to check in just to do a roll call, see how you're doing. You know, we want to definitely be there for, for our folks of arms and of uh, the civilian status anywhere here abroad. Just join us. We get people from Texas, California, Australia, everywhere around the globe. Join us at 1st and the 15th for Radio Check. Uh, and lastly, we have our sponsor, Team Mortgage. They are our sponsor. We thank you for everything they do and have a good day. So Jennifer, again, it's been a pleasure. Enjoy. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in to the Leadership Void Podcast. If you have any topics you would like to discuss or you are dealing with leadership issues, be sure to write us at theleadershipvoid at gmail.com. Don't forget to subscribe and share. Until next time.